Thank you for viewing Catfish Weekly, episode 15. Today is April 13, 2014. With us today is Lyle Stokes, Paul Ragsdale, Chris Wallace, a.k.a. Fudd, and myself, Chuck Davidson. Tonight we have on board with us Aaron Wheatley, the tournament director of Monsters of Ohio. Uh, first off, I'm going to hand it over to Paul so he can tell us about some free stuff that we have for some lucky viewers. All right, I do know that uh, we had a winner last week. Um, we're not going to uh, uh, show those because they're emails only, but I, I wanted to show you guys something real quick that uh, you need to do. I'm going to go do a screenshot here and go to the Catfish Weekly page. If you look at the page, it says subscribe to the blog, blog via in your email, you put your email in there, send it off, and make sure you authorize it, and you'll receive every time we post something, plus it automatically enters you into the contest. So with that being said, I'm going to switch it back over to, to Chuck and let him go at it. All right, Lyle, I'm going to pass it off to you. You got uh, Aaron first. Let him have it. Hey, Aaron, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well, Al. How about you, bud? Not too bad, not too bad. I wanted to visit with you a little bit about some of the regulations that you guys have got going down in uh, Kentucky on our catfish conservation stuff. I know you've made some progress. It might not have been what everybody wanted, but uh, any progress at this point is good stuff. Uh, you're absolutely correct there, Al. Uh, you know, process is process. You know, stepping forward is stepping forward. And that's what we've done here in Kentucky, I think. Uh, tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock, Frankfort, uh, Kentucky, Ron Brooks, the head of the fisheries department for Kentucky Fish and Wildlife, will step to the testimony stand and uh, defend his position on catfishing regulations in Kentucky waters. So it's going to be a very, very, very big day for not only Kentucky residents, but guys from all over the country that fish the Ohio River. That That's a good thing, and, and I, I know that he's trying to do the right stuff. I believe that he is. Um, from what I know of Ron, he tries his best to do what the right thing is. Um, and, and you're right, it doesn't, it doesn't just affect Kentucky. It affects any waterway that the Ohio River runs into, the Mississippi, the Missouri, all the tributaries are all affected by that because those fish travel so much. People don't really understand that. Yeah, that is true. You know, I, I would love to see a major tagging campaign go on. I, I think that the, uh, the catfish really does need a major, major study. I think there's a lot of uh, misinformation out there. And there's just an absolute lack of information out there when it comes to the migration patterns of these fish. Oh, that is, that's absolutely true. And I know Missouri's doing some uh, studies this year from the Iowa line down below St. Louis on the Mississippi. And they're also doing another study on the uh, Missouri River from where it comes into the state on the west to the, to the, uh, confluence where it joins the Mississippi and uh, maybe we can get some regulations put in effect here on the on the rivers and not just the lakes which is something that we desperately need to keep these guys from taking all these breeding sized fish out of our water and I know that's what you guys are striving for down there and and uh, I'm hoping that, that uh, he'll get something done and, and make a good statement tomorrow. 
Uh, yeah, you know, Ron's got a lot of pressure on him. I wouldn't want his job. You know, I feel like I have a lot of pressure on me, but I imagine you can multiply that by about 10 when it comes to Ron Brooks. And like I said, he's, uh, he's been staying up the whole time, and uh, he's really took a position on this, and he's standing by his guns, and I don't think we could ask for more uh, from a head of fisheries department, you know. Uh, and when it comes to Missouri, you know, I, I do a lot of uh, looking on Facebook, looking on the Internet, Man, the state of Missouri is really working hard uh, on the blue cat population in their waters. And uh, if every state works that hard, I think this will come to a head pretty quick. Well, we've got a really good group that's, that's working uh, at the head of the fisheries department here. Uh, they're really doing an outstanding job. People don't understand the... the um, uh, the amount of, of grief them guys catch from every every direction, and these guys work really hard to to do the right thing. And then you get two or three uh, little clowns down south that think that the, they own uh, the lakes and stuff, and they don't want the regulations that they know they need. Uh, trying to to make it hard on these guys, but they are doing an outstanding job. And and uh, now if we get some stuff passed on these rivers, that'll help us a great deal. Um, how about this tournament you have down there every year? I know we was down there last year, and, and uh, the Monsters has turned into one of the, the premier uh, catfish tournaments in the United States, and um, Cindy and I didn't make it the first two years, and we went down there last year, and, and it was just the greatest time, and if we wasn't able to fish, I think we'd probably just run down there just to, to hang out and, and have a good time. You guys have really put together an excellent show. And uh, uh, if you got any insight or special information or new stuff coming on, uh, would you mind telling us about it a little bit? Uh, yeah, yeah, not a problem. You know, uh, Monsters on the Wild, the, the group of that thing, man, has been been amazing, man. It just it just tickles me to watch shows like your guys or uh, even on some TV shows. Uh, you know, I've seen people being taped about how they felt about Monsters on the Wild and. All I hear is positive feedback, and as a tournament director, uh, as a person, just me, I mean, that, that fuels my fire, uh, and, and I love it, and, and I feel like I have a great respect amongst the catfishing community uh, all across the country, and uh, we do do a real good job. Uh, it takes a lot of work. There's a whole lot more to run a catfishing tournament like mine uh, than people could imagine. Uh, i got a great, great group of volunteers. Uh, I got an awesome list of sponsors. Uh, one thing that we have done this year already is uh, we've already sat down with Sea Art Boats and we've already nailed down a 17-foot River Extreme Cat Sea uh, Art Boat that will be given away just for fishing. I mean, it's not, you don't have to catch the biggest fish or a fish or win the tournament to win this boat. You show up, we put your name in the hat, at the end we draw, your name comes out, you're going home with a brand new Sea Art. Uh, we just, uh, I got a contract right now uh, in my computer from uh, Academy Sports and Outdoors. Uh, they're a big sporting good place down south, and they actually uh, contacted me and was like, look, we're getting ready to build a store in Owensboro, and uh, we want to be a part of this Monsters on the Ohio. Uh, a, a couple other extra things we've done is uh, Whisker Whip Apparel. Uh, Whisper Apparel and Monsters on the Ohio. We're going to give, we're going to pay out $500 uh, just to the highest finishing male and female team. So come and fish, and if you finish at the highest 
as a male and female team, we're going to give you 500 bucks. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot. We, we, we got some new entertainment that's coming in. Uh, a gentleman by the name of uh, Kyle Fields uh, is going to be our entertainment this year. Of course, we'll have Dust Unlimited back uh, doing the, the uh, casting contest and the archery contest with the kids. Uh, Steve Douglas is a big part of that. He sponsors all the giveaways that we give away with that. Uh, we'll have food vendors. We'll have inflatables. Uh, you know, it's a whole family orientated thing, man. And, and Owensboro, Kentucky, I mean, where are you going to find a better riverfront if anywhere in the United States, you know? Well, it, you know, parking's good. The, the venue's good. The motels are good. The food is fabulous. And like I say, it's a very well run tournament. I have to take my hat off to you. You've been doing tournaments a long time, and I've never been to one that's run any better than what you guys are doing down there and it's just it's absolutely a blast to to be down there amongst everybody and odd he's talking about the the uh, male female uh, $500 added I'd seen that and and uh, I just you know I'm hoping the Doc and Lynn will get to come down and, and fish that and there's uh, Julie Heisey and her husband and and uh, I know that uh, uh, Janet and Bink will be there, and, and, you know, I don't have to win the $500, but I sure would like to, to beat Janet, and, and, you know, just, if she loses, I think she ought to wear a Cardinal baseball cap. And I don't know about that now, Lyle. Let's not get into that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Janet's a, is a good kid. She's a good sport. We have a lot of fun online talking about our baseball teams and stuff, and, and um, the river, I guess, is in pretty good shape right now down there by you. Uh, really, it's on a big drop right now. We had about six inches of rain, I don't know, about 10 days ago, and it shot that thing through the roof. What's so funny is I was looking on the Internet, and they were projecting uh, the chances of floods on the Ohio River this year, and it was like uh, 25%, and then five days later, the mud's up at 43 feet. You know, so you never wow. know about that Ohio River and that rain this time of year. That, that's for sure. Well, listen, I don't want to take up the whole show. I'll let uh, Chris ask you a few questions. Thanks again for being on with us tonight, Aaron. Hey, Lyle, thank you, man. I really appreciate your opinion, man. It means a lot to me to, to hear things like that from guys like you that's been in the game so long, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. No problem, buddy. Chris? Hey there, Aaron. What is up, bud? <laughs> oh, uh... Pretty much, I was gonna ask you about um, <coughs> the with the regulations that the the stuff that's uh, recently gone on. Um, if Kentucky doesn't end up really getting getting together and getting in shape, I don't. I haven't heard on uh, the recent. You know, I know that there was some some big uh, meeting and and stuff vote that they were gonna take place here recently or it's going to happen here soon um, do you think there's ever going to be a shot where you might have to move the monsters on the Ohio and different body of water you know, you know that I've been asked that question several times and, and my answer is if something's not done in the state of Kentucky absolutely monsters on the Ohio will be moving to protected waters uh, it, it, it's not what I want to do but it's the right thing to do for my fishermen. Uh, because to me, Bud, uh, it, it, it's just kind of going against what I believe in when you're asking guys to come from 700 miles away to fish waters 
trying to do here. Uh, yeah. It would be the last thing I would want to do, folks. And I hope and pray that it does not come to that. But absolutely, Fred, if something's not done, we will be looking to move monsters on the Ohio. Yeah, it's um, it's a situation where we have the waterway, you know, because I, I, if people don't know, I myself, I'm in Indiana. Aaron there's in Kentucky. We both share the Ohio River. Um, so it's a, it's a body of water that completely could sustain large trophy catfish. I mean, they're they're all the way, you know, they come all the way from through the Mississippi uh, up up that stretch of river, and it it by no means can it not sustain a large trophy fishery. But the problem with the commercial fishermen is is that they're really just uh, they're taking way too many of these fish out, especially during the wintering months. They come in and they put these nets where these fish gather up. And they and they could all gather up in one hole in in a five or ten mile or more stretch. And and when these guys come in and they're targeting these large trophy fish to take them off to pay lakes and not even pay lakes in Indiana and Kentucky, you know they're taking them in Ohio and everywhere else. And it's really just really killing the Ohio River. And you know that's what we're trying to do is is educate everybody on what's going on because not everybody know, understands what's happening. And uh, with with this body of water, you know, and and the and the sustainability of large trophy fish that it could it could do, there's no reason, you know. I mean, right now, let's see, you're, you've got one of the biggest catfish tournaments in the country on a body of water that's really being decimated by commercial fishermen, and if if anybody could imagine, especially the state of Kentucky, how much money more and how much bigger of a tournament and more of those big tournaments could be held on that body of water, you know, if those catfish were protected, it would, you know, it would be unheard of. The, the number of boats that you could possibly have at Monsters on the Ohio and, and the amount of sponsors that, you know, you know it's really sta it's staggering to, to, to think about, you know, like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going on a lot on it, but it really is something that, you know, Aaron's passionate about, I'm passionate about, there's a lot of guys that are very passionate about it, and uh, it, it's something that really, like he said, it, it's not, he wouldn't ever want to move monsters on the Ohio, but Kentucky, Indiana, all the, all the guys that are regulating that, that river really need to, to work together and really start to make a change on that river before it's too late. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Fred. You know, and, and I'm not just going to blame it on pay lakes or, or commercial no, no, no. fishing because, uh, you know, just as well as I do, you see these pictures in these newspapers of these 80 and 90 pounders hung by ropes from trees. And, you know, but, uh, it's a little bit of everything, man. It all comes down to educating people and making people aware of the problem. You know, a, a lot of people just don't understand what's going on. Uh, and, that's why we're pushing so hard for regs right now before this river cannot bounce back. You know, something needs to be done now. No, no doubt about it. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see. The uh, I remember what else I had. I had something else for you, and not coming to mind. Oh, the um. United for Catfish. Um, that's a project that myself, Aaron Wheatley, uh, Lyle Stokes, 
Jeremy Gregg, Brad Kilpatrick, uh, Matt Burlingham, um, many, many people. I'm, I know I'm forgetting a few guys, but there's many guys. What we're doing is we've got a project we're working on. It's called uh, unitedforcatfish.com. That's our domain we're going to be uh, setting up our forums on. And basically the purpose of this forum is to unite the entire United States on on uh, catfish conservation, really spreading the word to everybody we can, um, getting everybody who catfishes to be a part of it, to help out in, in other states, not only their own, but if their state has got re you know really good regulations, that's that's no reason not to jump in there and help the states who don't. You know they need to jump in there and and uh, you know if it's yeah, you know it's also good you know to have uh, someone in your state that you can call that's pretty much on top of things, and I think that's pretty much like you said going to be all our all our jobs is to stay on top of what's going on in our state and then share that. Uh, with guys from other states, it it, it, it takes a team, and, and not one state is you know. It's like I tell people all the time, you know, uh, Owensboro, Kentucky cannot change the catfishing laws in in, in the state of Kentucky. Uh, we're just one town. We're just four representatives. We're just one state senator. Uh, it takes a body, uh, and this to me is pretty much going to be a governing body uh, that will come together with a bunch of guys that know what's going on and have true. Uh, value of what's happening, and we can talk amongst each other and, and work from state to state together. Numbers is, is what we need, no doubt about it. We need numbers. Yeah, that's definitely uh, the the main the main goal of the forum. Really, is to, is that information, the, the being able to uh, have information at your fingertips. You know, whether it be the contact info of, of a state guy that you can talk to about what's going on, or you know what actually the regulations are in your in your area that that's going to be the the go-to place hopefully that everybody is going to be able to get whatever information they need or to, to give out information that needs to be given out and uh right now there's nothing else like it you know there's you got facebook but it's really hard to to find information that's been posted a while back or anything on facebook yeah, we, def we, de we definitely need a place to come together. You know, uh, we started the Ohio Valley Catfishing Federation uh, a couple years ago, but it seems like, you know, uh, as soon as you stop posting stuff or putting stuff on there, you know, people just kind of disappear, man. And it's hard to stay on top, and it's hard to stay involved. Uh, and guys need to figure out, man, they need to get involved. You know, time to stand back and just watch and see what's going on. Uh, that time's over because only we can help make the changes. And if we don't say anything, nothing's going to happen. No, it's definitely, uh, you, you need to be a little proactive right now. And people have been sitting on their hands for a long time and hoping that everything's just going to work out. And, and unfortunately, it, it just won't happen that way. You really got to get in there and do a little bit. And sometimes it, it isn't. You know, it isn't hard to help out. You can help out in many different ways in something like this, like I was talking about a little bit earlier. You know, not even necessarily monetary support. If you don't got a lot of money, you can show up to meetings. You can, you know, you can send in emails. There's there's things that we're going to have on that site for people to be able to do, you know, to help out in many different ways. So that if you're passionate about catfishing, you really should be helping out in some way, even if it's not your state. Hey, Fudd, can you, uh, can you tell everybody... Uh how they can contribute to the uh, kickstart and how important it is that uh, 
you know, what the funds are going to and all that stuff? Yeah, right now we have a uh, Kickstarter campaign. Basically, the Kickstarter campaign uh, was created to buy the software for a uh, a paid version of a forum that might be a little more secure and have some more features and things like that. Um, it's going to pay for a theme, uh, some modules or add-ons that we might need to get it up and going. And then uh, beyond that, pretty much it's going to go into our general um, fundraising fund that will be used, you know, however... Later on, we determine, you know, as as the leaders get together, they'll vote on what money needs to be spent where, and everything will be kept track of. But um, we're really going to need a lot of money in the long term, and I mean, we're probably going to have a lot of different strategies and things that we we do later in the future set up to raise money uh, with different organizations, possibly donating percentages of, of sales of certain items or whatnot. You know, I mean, we have a lot of things that we'll discuss and. And bring out in the future, but right now, the Kickstarter campaign, it's uh, there's a link that we'll I'll put in this the live video on catfishweekly.com. I'll put a link to the Kickstarter campaign where you can donate. Right now, I know you can donate anywhere from ten dollars all the way up to a hundred dollars. Um, what that gets you if you donate is a founders uh, badge on the forum that shows that you are a uh, a founding member, you help get the Kickstarter campaign and get, get the unitedforcatfish.com site set up and, and funded it from the very beginning. So it'll be a special little badge. It'll definitely make you stand out on the forum. Um, plus, you'll you'll get the good of uh, peace of mind of knowing that you helped out, you know, what we need to do here. So I think that's 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 about it for the Kickstarter and the United for Catfish. That's some good stuff. All right, Aaron, I got a few things for you. Um, when all the guys are out, uh, you know, blasting off at the tournament and everything, uh, how do you how do you feel not being a bit, uh, be out there and uh, fishing with all the guys and seeing them all going off to have fun and catching some big fish? Does that really uh, make you wish you was out there? Yeah, that's, that, that's tough, man. Uh, it, it's tough because these are my waters, and I spend a lot of time out there uh, fishing these waters, and, and I like to fish against the best, man. That, uh, if you ain't fishing against the best, you ain't fishing the way I see it. Uh, uh, it's just uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a very competitive person. Uh, I played ball in high school. I played very high competitive league uh, softball for 20 years. Uh, I'm very competitive, Chuck, and yes, it does suck, man. I, I bet it does. I wouldn't be able to stand it. Um, with, what's your uh, personal size, uh, your personal best uh, blue on the Ohio River? 75 pounds. Okay. Uh, what, what's the uh, the state record now, 104? 104, caught right below Cannelton Dam, which is in the Newburgh Pool, which is where Monsters on the Ohio launches out of. Um, okay, do you, do, you think, do you think there's any fish like that left in there? Or um, do you think that, you know... Not because those fish are pretty smart, and they've seen nets, and they've seen gill nets for years. Uh, I, believe there's, I believe there's fish out there like that. Uh, I've been fooled before... Uh, and I believe that was a pretty big fish that done that because I fought a plenty of big, big fish. And uh, they're, they're, I've had guys tell me, you know, even just for example, uh, Jason Bridges, we all know Jason Bridges. Uh, he came up a couple years ago 
And uh, he told me that he probably had the biggest fish on he's ever had uh, right here in this pool. You know, so yeah, they're out there. Are they in big numbers like they were? No, uh, but the, there's still some big ones out there. Uh, have you have you seen a uh, yourself seen a decrease uh, in commercial fishermen activity in your area, or does it look like to you that they've already started moving on to other places? Well, really and truly, I don't, I, I know of one guy that that fishes my pool. But now when they when they when they drop this four over forty from Channelton down, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, the one good thing about this end of the river is, you know, you probably heard it several times, you know, the the, the Mississippi, the, the Tennessee, the the Cumberland, the Wabash, the Green, uh, they all dump in below Channelton Dam. Uh, that's why to me it's easier for those fish to uh, replenish, you know. Uh but when you get above Channelton, you don't have very many major rivers running into the Ohio uh, all the way up to West Virginia. And that's why I think you see such a drastic uh, change in what's going on up that way is because you don't have major rivers to replenish these big catfish that are getting taken out. Hey, hey uh, Aaron, we got a question on Catfish Weekly. He says, how many, it's from Jason Malone. He says, how many hours a year do you think you dedicate to monsters on, on the Ohio tournament? <laughs> uh, roughly, probably right off the top of my head, at least 400. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least, four, at, least an, at least an hour a day every day. Yeah. All right, yeah, you can go go back there, Chuck. I don't see any other questions right yet. Um, the... the do you see any reason why you can't uh, participate uh, in the tournament? I mean, is there so much going on that um, the guys that you have helping out and everything, uh, you wouldn't be able to participate in it? Well, I'm, I, you know, I'm really a one-man show, Chuck. I, I kind of like it that way, man. I'm on top of everything. Uh, I'm the only one that's on top of everything. And it's not because I don't want to give that responsibility to people, but I trust myself. And, and, and I'm a cat fisherman, and, and, and a lot of my help, you know, they're from the church or, or, or from my town. They really don't know anything about catfishing, uh, but they know a lot about monsters on the Ohio. And in order to have something continue to be as good as monsters is, I think that's a one-man responsibility. I just really do. That's, you know, if anything goes wrong, you can blame it on Aaron Weekly. Uh, I get a lot of credit from a lot of guys, so... If something went wrong, I would have to be willing to take the backfire from it, you know. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I, I know you hate not being able to go out and all. So, you know, maybe when some of these other tournaments come to town, you're able to, you know, get out there and have you some fun because you really work hard on this stuff. And um, I know it's got to be really tough on you not being able to go out during this thing. So um, I heard you do a great job, and I can't wait to be there in six months. Yeah, that's what I was going to tell Lyle. Chuck and uh, his wife will be up here trying to get that 500 bucks too, I do believe. <laughs> hey, you never know. Me and my wife might be down there this year too. <laughs> there you go. But, yeah, you know, the CR, the CRT in Owensboro, uh, the Big Cat Quest here in Owensboro, I'll be fishing both those tournaments. Uh, I'll fish uh, I'll fish the Cabela's out of Henderson. Uh, I'll go up and fish some ICA tournaments up in Leatherworth. Uh, 
I plan on uh, coming down to Wheeler. I think the Big Cat Quest has a has a tournament on Wheeler this year. I don't fish a whole lot of tournaments. I like to, I like fishing with bigger tournaments. I want the competition level about as high as it can be. I mean, that's just the way I am. Aaron, we have a couple more questions on on Catfish Weekly. Um, Scott Wiseman asked, "Is there a cap on on the number of boats for monsters?" Uh, right now, this year, it looks like that may be possible. Uh, you guys that have been to monsters, you see, we're just about running out of room. We had 125 boats last year. Now we do have another boat ramp in Owensboro uh, that was owned by the Army Corps of Engineers. Uh, now they're trying to get it to the county. Well, it does look like my county is going to take that boat ramp back and get it in shape. So I would say for this year, about 135 boats is all we're going to be able to handle uh, because I'm never going to go to trailering. Uh, the, the, the thought of everybody leaving from one spot, uh, if you're standing up on them steps after the girl sings the national anthem and you look across that river, uh, it's amazing. To uh, see that many boats in one place at one time, man, and and, and I love it. And I, one of the things that I've always said, and the, the the feeling that I get when when coming back to the Monsters on the Ohio, and you see that you see that wall of of people sitting there on them bleachers and, and looking at you and watching you come in, that it it really has a grand feeling to it. You know, there ain't there ain't any other tournament that has that. You know, and it really it really adds to it for me as a fisherman. Yeah, and, and that's one of the key things we hit on, man. You know, that's why we give two, three thousand dollars stuff away to the crowd. That's why we bring in entertainment. Why we bring in Ducks Unlimited and Food Vendors and Kentucky Outdoor, the magazine, and Champion Ford and Ride Implement. I mean, I don't know how many tournaments you can go to and buy you a new truck, get you a camper, learn how to shoot an archery, grab you a hamburger. And, and win you some free stuff all day long and, and get some live entertainment. You know, it, it, but that's one of the, that's the reason I do all that is to get that crowd down there, man, because I know from, from my sports background, uh, there's nothing like when that crowd gets up and starts hooting and hollering and, and it, it just, it makes everything you do worth it. Okay. I've got about four more questions for you. Um, okay. Let me see here. Next question I had was from Rustin Flag. It says, "Has there any been? Has there been any word?" Hang on a sec. I've got everybody doing what I asked them to do right now. Has there been any word on the DNR sampling from uh, the Monsters Tournament weigh-in? Uh, yeah, I mean that was all part. That was all part of the. Uh, in October, we had a big meeting in Princeton, Kentucky, and Ron Brooks went over uh, the, the part of the, that was all part of the study. Uh, and of course, you know, if you've heard anything on this, uh, after they finished their one-year study, uh, and they used tournament weigh-ins, and they used trout line results from years past, uh, they decided that there's a major issue from counting up. That's why they're going to do the one over 35. And there's also an issue from Channelton down. That's why they're going to do the four over 40. Now, us as a whole, as track fishermen that fish the Ohio River, the four over 40 to us is a bit ridiculous. That is the most lenient regulation that would be in place anywhere in the United States. But it's, you know, like we said in the beginning, uh, when you go to a meeting like that, 
Uh, the, the goal of the people that are running that meeting is for everybody to leave mad. And, and they pretty much, with, with the regs they're going to put in, they pretty much did that. Everybody left mad. Now, they are going to continue to study for five years after this reg is in place. Uh, and then we'll go back to the drawing board. And hopefully in five years, we can continue to grow our sport. We can continue to educate people. And uh, our goal is to have the catfish and sports fish. And I think that should be the goal for, for every state. All right, give me one second. And the next question we had was from Adam Winder. Do, do you feel the state flathead will ever be beat if the laws change for catfish? You know, I, I really don't target flathead much. Uh, I see them caught quite often. Uh, a couple of years ago at Monsters, I think there was five, five flatheads brought in over 40 pounds. Uh, I do believe that the flathead state record in Kentucky is like 96 pounds, and that's actually out of the Green River, which is one of the tributaries that run into the Ohio. I've never seen anything close to that. So, you know, I, I can't say for sure that it would, but I can't say for sure that it wouldn't. Uh, because anything is possible. Uh, I guarantee you that if the legs are put in, uh, that it will definitely uh, help the trophy cat flathead population also, because we all know that the hoop net uh, really starts the, starts the flatheads. There, there's been a lot of flatheads taken out of uh, Kentucky waters over the last 10 years, and definitely uh, it hurts the population of the trophy flathead just as bad as the blue cat. All right, the next question we have from Robert Tolman says that uh, he says that there's a lot of folks in his state that are wanting him to start a catfish tournament. Do you have any any suggestions you can uh, give the guys if they want to pursue it more on, on starting a trail? Uh, you, know, uh, you know, I kind of just, uh, I knew Owensboro was spending $300 million on the riverfront, and I was kind of new to catfishing. Really, I've only been... <laughs> hard fat fishing for about 10 years and I thought well you know I've met a lot of these guys and they're great people and, and I know they want this sport to grow and uh, what can I do to get a big tournament going uh, so basically what I did is I started with the tourism commission uh, here in Davis County and uh, luckily one of the guys that are part of that board uh, I played softball with for years and I brought my presentation to him and he was like man that, that sounds good do you really believe and I told him I said within five years I think we could have a hundred boats and he said do you really believe that and I was like yeah three four there's three or four hundred guys out there at minimum doing what I do I said I believe that so I got them involved and, and then the city uh they brought in a new guy to run all the events uh and his name is Tim Ross well I sat down with Tim Ross and, and we talked about what I was trying to do, and he, he got involved. And, and then once I got my tourism commission and my city involved, I reached out to local sponsors. Well, being a guy that plays sports all the time and being a guy that works for the Catholic Church, I know a lot of people. And a lot of my local-owned businesses said, oh, man, yeah, definitely, man, let's bring something different to Hillsboro than just a baseball or softball tournament. Uh, and then I reached out to a couple of national sponsors, you know, 
and uh, and uh, the BOC, uh, the USTA, you know, were a few of the bigger national sponsors that I had the first year. Now, you got to remember, the first year we only had 28 votes. So over four years, we went from 28 votes to 125 votes. And, of course, the more votes you get in there, uh, the more you're going to get people willing to give you stuff to give away or help you pay the bills. Uh, but like I said, I would start with members of my city, the city commission uh, and the tourism commission. That's, that's where you want to start at. All right. Uh, real quick, Chuck, I'm going to go ahead and do uh, the Team Catfish Dead Red giveaway for our live viewers. Um, I'm going to do a screen share here, so hopefully you guys can see what's going on with me here. All right, on my screen share, you see on random.org all the people that I had uh, say I in the in the chat to let me know they were there or in here. I'm going to do what Paul does. I'm going to randomize this three times. Actually, I'm going to change it just to be different from Paul. Who wants to be <laughs> We're going to go four times. Four times. On the fourth time, whoever's number one on the list is going to win two bottles of Dead Red from Team Catfish. So here we go. One... Two, three, and four. Scott Wiseman. Scott Wiseman is our dead red winner. We're going to send him out two bottles of dead red. Two bottles. So uh, here we go. Um, I'll try to snort something under this either because it ain't worth a snot. Burns your nose. Don't ask me. I know that. Hey, uh, Aaron. Yeah. Um, Jason Mathena wants to know if you're going to get any shirts in that fit real men. Uh, Jeff Dodds also wants to know about that. You tell them two boys to show up, and if I have to, I'll go wherever I got to go to get the shirt to fit them two big old muscle <laughs> Well, J Jason seems to think his wife's got enough nightgowns. Jason McBean just got him a pretty nice boat, I think. Yes, he did. It's a beautiful boat. I can't wait to lay my hands on it and see it in person. That's right. And, That's right. Well, if anybody ever needed it or deserved it any more than Jason and him and his mom, Vicky, the way they fish and stuff, they, those two are, are, uh, are, are great people and uh, you know, I'm glad that he got him a new boat and all that. And, and uh, when it comes to fishing, they're about as tough as they come. Yep, they're good. They're really good people, man, and they really enjoy monsters on the Ohio. Yes, they do. Kind of people right there. Yeah, they're they're good people. I had the pleasure of having them up here last week. Him and Vicky was up visiting with me at the shop uh, for a few hours, and and we had a great time. And we talked about his new boat and fishing rods and your name come up in the Monsters of Ohio and other things, but uh, they, they're just outstanding folks, and, and uh, them and Adam will be tough to deal with down there uh, this year as, as, as they always are. Yep, yep. Well, Adam Winter, he spends uh, plenty of time on that water. Don't let him fool you, folks. He's out there just as much as anybody I know. Well, now, I've seen something online today I meant to ask you about, and I actually forgot about it, so while I'm in here, I'm going to go ahead and and ask you about it. 
you have a friend of a mutual friend with me down there. His name is John Harden, and you guys are really on each other all the time. You guys must be pretty good buddies. <laughs> Yeah, me, me and John Harden are really good friends. John Harden is a is the kind of guy that would do anything for anybody. Uh, and uh, I just love Josh. I mean, it's fun. He's fun to mess with. He can take it pretty good most of the time. Uh, and and I'm, I'm I'm just a jokester, man. I I treat all my friends the same way, and some of them like me for it, and some of them don't, man. But I I love to have fun. I love to mess with people. And, and and I expect them to do the same to me, man. I mean, I'm I'm alive, I'm happy, I, I'm catfishing, and uh, you couldn't ask for for it to be any better. Well, I know John was really good to me when we was down there last year. You know, he helped me with anything I needed help on, and and offered any assistance that I needed. He had information that that helped Cindy and I find things that we may have struggled to find out, you know, any other way, but. You know, I know he's a good guy. The only thing that I can see wrong for, with him is he just fishes for too many of them green carp. Yeah, he's a, he's a multi-species fisherman, you know. That's what he says. And uh, actually, you know, John John was a cat fisherman for a long time with his dad. Uh, and then his dad uh, passed away. Uh, and, and he came off the river and he, and he stopped cat fishing. And uh, I kind of got him out on the boat and... Hooked him into a 50 pounder and he was kind of rooting since then. And uh, now he's out there doing his thing, you know, doing his thing. Yeah, he's just a great guy. But there's, you know, everybody down there that we was around was like that. So, but I, you know, I just wanted to give you a little hard time about John's. I know you and him are good friends. Yeah, we, yeah, he takes it. I mean, he'll, he'll talk to me the next day. He may not be too happy about it, but he'll talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> Back to you, Chuck. All right. Does anybody else got anything they need to ask Aaron? Yeah, I got a couple of things. Like what, Aaron? What do what do you do, or or have you been trying to uh, get new people into the the tournament fishing? A lot of a lot of new guys kind of had the idea that they could never never beat a guy that, that's out on a tournament all tournaments all the time. Do do you and the organization try to pull in new uh, tournament fishermen? Oh yeah, all the time, man. I mean, I, I I spend a lot of time taking people out right here around Old Brothers, never been on the water, and, and you would be surprised about how many guys will go out with me a couple times, and the next thing you know, they got their own boat, they got their own fish finder, uh, you know, they went and bought them a truck, and now they're cat fishermen, man, and it's just a you know, if more guys would take time out, uh, take the average Joe out there that don't know anything about our sport, and, and let them hook into one of them boys one time, rip and drag, and your arms start shaking, and, you, and your legs start shaking, man. Uh, uh, once that happens to them, they're pretty much like I was. They're running, man. They, that's all they want to do. Uh, so definitely, you know, uh, take somebody out that's never been there before, you know, uh, and, and let them enjoy what we do, because... Uh, it's like I tell all my friends, you know, I play basketball, I play baseball, I play football, I play softball. Uh, I hit the game-winning basket, scored the game-winning touchdown, hit the home run, and catching that big 50-pound fish is the same adrenaline rush that you get when you do that, but it lasts longer, uh, and you can't beat that. Right. Yeah, like uh, Lyle with me, you know, took the talk approach instead of the insult approach, and 
that seems to, to work the best. So. Right, right. And guys are starving for information. If you just share little things with them, you know, uh, it means a lot to them. I you know, just like, just like your show, you know, I mean, you know, you, you have the Massingales on and you, you have Jeff Dodd on and Brent, Brent Riddle and uh, you're talking about some of the best cat fishermen in this country that will come on your show and, and tell you, you know, uh, you know, I just, I remember the Massingales talking about, you know, what what do you do when you go to a different part of the water, you know, how do you find fish and, and like they said, just use what you know and, and a lot of guys, you know, like, you know, get out there and Say I go to Alabama. When I first started going down there, I had no idea what to do because I was thinking too much. But then I started looking for the same things I do on the Ohio River, and I started finding fish in Alabama and on the Potomac River, on the James River, the Mississippi River. It don't matter where you go. Take what you know and use it. And your show does a great job of putting people on here that know how to catch these fish because they see them winning tournaments all the time. Right. All right, Chuck, that's, that's pretty well all I had. Okay. Um, you got any closing statements, Lyle? Yeah, I'd like to go over some of the, the stuff that we've got coming up if uh, if we're ready. We have um, a tournament April 19th. Twisted Cat Outdoors is holding a tournament in Maridocia, Illinois, on the Illinois River. Uh, all of our tournaments start at 7 in the morning and end at 3, uh, $100 entry fee. Uh, should be a good show over there. It's a small town. The community really needs the, the people to come over there and, and uh, support their little town. So I think we'll have a really good tournament there. May 24th, Nauvoo, Illinois. Be on the Mississippi River. Be fishing north of the Keokuk Dam. Uh, basically will be a channel cat tournament. We have a lot of interest in this. Um, the city's kicking in a little extra money and and uh, we're going to have a good time up there. I think it'll be a really good, uh, uh, a really good tournament for uh, people, to local people especially that knows where them channel cats are. Uh, May 31st, um, Burlington, Iowa, Calvin Meyer Benefit Tournament. Anybody that has a chance or an opportunity to show up to this, we have got so many prizes going to be at this thing for people who just come out of the woodwork to donate. Uh, stuff. Um, Tangle with Catfish has donated four rods. Uh, a lot of the local companies have kicked in. Uh, Whiskerware Apparel's kicked in some stuff. Uh, I've got boxes and boxes of things sitting here in my room uh, where I work that people have sent stuff down, and, and this stuff is going to be raffled or auctioned or, or something. Uh, it'd be a 50% payout. 50% uh, going to help Calvin and, and Annie with their expense of traveling back and forth from north of Quincy, Illinois to St. Louis to down to uh, uh, Barnes Jewish Hospital where he's being treated and Calvin's really doing well down there but uh, he's going to be off work a long time and this is for one of the best causes that I can think of so if you get a chance to come out and fish that tournament we'd love to see you there. June 14th, Jack and Jill Tournament, LaGrange, Missouri, guaranteed $3,000 first place. Um, I look for there to be enough participation for that to grow considerably. We'll just see how it turns out. We have entries coming in every day. Uh, this is sponsored by Mark Twain Casino. Uh, we also have a car dealership that kicked in some money for us. We're going to be accepting all 
takers on this, so anybody that's interested in doing any sponsoring, uh, we'll be glad to have them. But you must have one man and one woman in the boat. Entry fee on this is also a hundred dollars. Seven to three tournament. Uh, be a barbecue uh, and a captain's meeting with a bunch of free T-shirts and hats and different stuff uh, Friday night before the tournament. So if you get a chance, June 14th, and you can send uh, early entries in to any of these tournaments. Uh, just get online and, and get my address and uh, send them in. Thank you, Aaron, for being on the show. We really appreciate it, and thank you for everything you do with uh, with Monsters of the Ohio. You've made it one of the best tournaments, and we go all over, so uh, I know that for a fact that it's one of the best tournaments run anywhere in the United States. Thank you for that, Rob. I appreciate it. All right, Chris, you got any, you got any closing statements? I have a ton of stuff, so <laughs> again, I will say, Aaron... Ever since the first time I've met you, you know, you were a very, very friendly guy. I, I'm, I'm glad to call you a friend. I think you're doing great things with uh, the conservation efforts with the Monsters on the Ohio tournament that you're running. Um, I think that uh, I, I wish there was more guys like you. You know, I really do. I think that you, you know, you're, you're a, you're a dying breed in, in yourself. So I, again, I appreciate everything you do, and, and I thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, sir. Thank you, sir. Like I said, I remember the first time we met at uh, the Kentucky Fried Chicken up in uh, <laughs> Carrollton, Kentucky. I do believe we were fishing against each other in the Ironman, and uh, I've kept my eye on what you've been doing, dude. And I'm I'm proud of what you've done, and uh, you're good for our sport. And uh, you know, the the compliments are right back at you, bud. Um. Besides that, if everybody didn't notice, oh, hang on a second. Ain't that tall, but I'm tall enough to rip this out of my ear. <laughs> but anyway, New Jersey came in. This is what I'll be looking like if you see me at a tournament. I'll be in the the black and yellow, maybe with that song on the radio. Black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> that that but, came with the, the inflatable thing around your waist? That, <laughs> that's not funny. That's not funny. <laughs> All right, a little funny, but I'll... <laughs> all righty. Um, <laughs> that was good. Um, some of the, the Catfish Weekly sponsors that I want to thank, uh, Team Catfish for donating the Dead Red to us this month. Um, Team Catfish, they have much more than, than the blood spray on their website. If you go take a look, you'll see tons of products on there. Everything they sell is quality, so... I'd recommend anything they have on there, uh, and I've used most of it in, in all honesty. So, um, Also on the website itself, uh, Black Horse Custom Rods, of course Lyle Stokes. I, I, uh, I fish with his rods, great rods, best rods I've ever used. So, um, the, uh, Indiana Hunter, uh, that would be my buddy Heath Malone, Jason Malone, them guys. They're, uh, they're filming for fishing and, and trying to get a... Uh, Trying to get some good film this year for some fishing, some cat fishing, and they're also going to have some some good film on hunting as well. So, click on that link on the side, and then uh, hopefully we get some more people that that want to sponsor on the website. Just get a hold of us, and you'll see right on our website where you can contact us, and we'll get you on there. Um, I do also want to mention that you know we've talked a lot about tournament cat fishing lately. 
Um, the show isn't going to be all about tournament catfishing. We're going to have, you know, some some good information for the for the regular guys that aren't out there tournament fishing to go out on their lakes and catch some channel cats and things like that. We're going we're going to be here to help everybody out and get 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 get, uh, get good information out there. Um, the ICA has a tournament at Morse Reservoir this next Saturday, the 19th. Uh, you probably want to be there about 7 o'clock in the morning. That's a $60 entry fee, $25 membership fee, and a $15 ramp fee at Morse. So a little more expensive if you're not a member for that one. But show up, and it'll be a good tournament. Last year there was a nice 15, 16-pound channel cat, which is not a bad not a bad channel for India. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to explain FUD in a tub. Maybe next time. <laughs> <laughs> what I what I was thinking about doing though is with with myself and Lyle and and possibly Chuck uh, mentioning all these tournaments every week. I was thinking I'll probably add a uh, tournaments section on our links over on the side that we can update our tournament our upcoming tournaments. So we can add a little information there and people can click on that and see what what uh, tournaments we're talking about. Um. The Kickstarter, again, I'm going to put the link for our Kickstarter campaign for United for Catfish up on this Watch Us Live page of catfishweekly.com. And the final thing, as I state every single episode, even though all of us on the show have our individual sponsors, uh, you know, the show itself is not sponsored by any one particular company, any, any guests or whatever should feel free to come on no matter who your sponsors are. Um, we're not political in any way on that. We're just here to help the sport of catfishing. So, as well as the advertising on the page. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah, anybody can advertise on the page. It doesn't matter. So, if you're interested, get us get with us. Uh, Thirty dollars for three months, fifty dollars for six months, and we'll put your ad up on there. Uh, that's the pricing for it. So. Same price for everybody. First come, first serve on the spot that you want. So, I think I'm good. All right, Paul. What do you got? I don't really have a whole lot. Just want to thank Karen for coming on. I know we've had him on here for for a while, but uh, I, I appreciate him taking the time to to explain some things and and talk about it. And I appreciate it. You know, I'm I'm not sure. Who's the? I know. Well, yeah, we gotta let let him uh, him say his piece too, I guess. But yeah, that's all I got. Uh, don't forget that uh, next week we'll be talking fishing methods with Brad Kilpatrick out of Kansas City Catfish. Brad will make a make a good show. He's a great guy. Runs a really nice tournament series over in Western and and Eastern uh, Nebraska and and uh, Kansas. Uh, be a good show, so y'all make sure you tune in for that. Oh, and hey, if everybody wants to know why why Lyle looks so good tonight, because he's not jerky, herky jerky, it's because I told him to get the camera that I got, and he did it. So <laughs> looks a lot better than the old one did. Uh, I do. You always thought I looked good, anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the the still frame slow motion. It might have been better. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're having a good time regardless, and I'm glad everybody's watching the show. So it makes, you know, we get a lot of viewers watching it and people watching it throughout the week. It makes it, it justifies what we do. 
Oh yeah, this, this is the uh, you know the catfisherman's show. This just isn't our four you know our four guys show. Um, you know we we need to hear opinions. If anybody uh, wants to hear certain topics or uh, would like to see certain people come on, just you know shoot us an email or a message. Uh, you know we'll we'll see if we can get what the uh, you know the catfishers want on here. Um, you know we. We're, we're we're not here we're not here to try to you know teach anybody anything because you know we're not we're not the you know superb cat fisherman ourselves we just like getting on here talking cat fishermen and you know getting some people on here that know their stuff so um, I want to thank um, Aaron for being on it's uh, you know it's been good and I can't wait you know six months from now to get there and uh, have a good time and fish your tournament it's going to be a really good time and. I just can't wait. All right, Aaron, we're going to let you close it out. All right, first of all, I want to uh, thank you guys for having me on the show. Uh, got much respect for all you guys. Uh, I'm going to throw some names out, out here at you real quick, and I'll let you know uh, the reason why. Uh, first of all, uh, from the fisheries department here in the state of Kentucky, I want to thank Ron Brooks for uh, his diligent work uh, with this hard situation here in Kentucky and the commissioners at Kentucky Fish and Wildlife. Uh, I also want to thank Representative Tommy Thompson, uh, State Senator Joe Bowen, State Senator Dennis Perry, uh, <laughs> Representative David Floyd, and Representative Jim DeCesare, all from the state of Kentucky, that have been with us uh, in this fight the whole way. I want, I want to thank uh, Steve Baker and, and Mel Cougar-Millingkamp from 1027 The Game, uh, EFTN Radio, uh, that has done tons of work with me on the radio. Uh, I want to thank Al Mattingly Jr., Jerry Bratcher, Tim Ross, Amanda Rogers, and Bob Glenn. They're all important parts of, of, of my city here in Owensboro. Uh, I want to thank Seahawk both, uh, and, and Robin and, and, and those guys at Seahawk, uh, for, uh, everything they've done. Steve Henderson, Rachel, you know, we, we've got a pretty good, uh, pretty good rela relationship going on. Um, I also want to thank Jim Tyler from Tyler Boats. Uh, he's been a big part of this. Uh, I want to thank the Ohio Hills Catfishing Club, the Potomac River Monster Catters, uh, the ICA, the Twisted Cat Group, the group, uh, Brad, uh, Kansas City Cat Group. Uh, man, y'all are all a part of this. Uh, I appreciate so much, uh, what you do for me. I see Monsters on the Ohio on lots of people's websites. Uh, and, and I just, Really appreciate the support from the catfishing community, man, and, and, and I'm so glad that I decided to pick up a rod and reel instead of a golf club, and, and I'll leave you with that. <laughs> All right. Until next time, keep them tight.